Welcome back to A with John and Kev. Kev? What's going on, John? Oh, man, it's a really nice week. We got another guest with us, Chase Rankin. Chase. Yes, sir. <laughs> How's it In going, fellas? How does it feel to be on a podcast, man? It's, it's the first Dude, one. It's, it's great. I've been wanting to do this for a very long time, even thought about doing it myself. So you should. I mean, uh, that's the thing. Like, Kevin, we first started in, like, I felt like scared about doing I a sure wish I could have been a guest on somebody else's show first. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like, my feet wet. It's really weird, too, Chase. When we started this podcast, like, a bunch of people from New London started like podcasts, man. Really? Like, we had Mike Kasunik and their whole team, and not just New London specifically, but did they start it? Uh, they're trying to. They're oh, in the works of doing gotcha, it. Gotcha, gotcha. But there's also one of our good friends, Jared Lights and Willard, that actually is trying to start a podcast. Like, we started a trend. It's like from like the home kind of Huron County is they're just trying to start Maybe a it was just a coincidence too though. We may have could started be. a trend, could possibly be a coincidence. One thing I've always learned, never trust a coincidence. <laughs> but <laughs> Chase, they do happen, but don't trust them. But Chase, what's going on in your life, man? What's going on? Not much, man. I mean, I'm just living life on my own and seeing what happens, but things are going really well. I mean, we could look at your Twitter name and say, clearly it's going well. Yeah. I do what I want. Man. That's Jeez. kind of that's kind of the motto, so <laughs> You know, right. one day we woke up and said, hey, no point in stressing about stupid shit that you can't control. So might yeah. as well just put your mind to it and have fun. That's true. Work hard and have fun. There's a good balance between the two. And I know you, I saw what you pulled up in. So I know you know mm. about working hard mm. because uh, mm. gorgeous car. you don't gain things like that from not working hard. <laughs> I was going to ask, though, what year would, when's the last time you'd say we, I've seen you, Chase? Dude, I was trying to think about that earlier today, and it's, it's been years, dude. Super, it's kind of crazy. Super long time, yeah. Um, but that's what I'm saying. So ch- catch up to speed. What do you What do you do for a living? What's 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 Where do you live? What's going on? Yeah. So graduated from Kent back in 2018. Sick. And uh, got a job at Cross Country Mortgage over in Brexville. Sick, because that's who actually mortgaged my house at first. That's really sick. Okay. Salty wasn't with me, but it's okay. <laughs> well, you probably didn't. You might not work there. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. And that's the thing. When did you, you graduated in what year? I'm so sorry. 2018. So 2018. So three years out, you got your job at the mortgage place right after school. I'm, I'm imagining you've been there for three years. Yeah, two and a half. It was a little struggle at the start. Well, you I, actually, is it a struggle or is it a break? Well, for me, it was a struggle. I had some. <laughs> you weren't trying to take a break. It was a forced <laughs> yeah, break. Yeah, unfortunately. So. I ended up getting a DUI actually after I graduated. Oh, been shit. there? No way. Been did there. you know that, John? I did not. But I've that's been incredible. There. We were talking about the similarities before the show between John and Chase, <laughs> and that's another fucking strike. Chase, we're the, we're the same person, dude. We, we do have a lot of similarities, person. man. That's crazy. So you took the you took the, okay. So this is post graduation. You've got your diploma slapped with it. You got too crazy with it. You were too happy about it. You celebrated a little bit too much and you got the DUI. Is that right? Yes, sir. That's so. crazy as hell. I'm going to interrupt you real quick. I have a coworker that the exact same situation happened to him as a teacher and that closed the deal for him permanently, like oh, pretty no. much, or at least for some time. But then he got the job selling phones in Finley and he makes more money than he would that have teaching. Threw, like anyway. He lost everything with his holy hell. I think it just really threw a wrench in the interview process. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, you can let us know. Was that basically exactly. what was going on? Like every background check for every mortgage place, they're like, hey, did you just like drunk drive a couple days ago? Well, funny thing is, so I actually got like offered the job at Quicken Loans because I did an interview with them like right after it happened. And then they came back and they were like, oh, man, the background check came through. Like, we can't hire you. Oh, my God. And I was God. like, oh, man, I'm screwed. But ended up cross country, got an in on their 
everybody quits quick and loans to come work for us. Yeah. They have a little bit of a less strict policy over there. It's a laid back culture for sure. And we've got a really good gig going on. So that was the thing, like, you know, cause I went through several different banks. Like mm-hmm. there's no question when I got my house here, um, like going through the underwriter was so difficult with so many banks. Cross country was actually fairly relaxed. You know, yeah, that's really I mean, nice. We we really just use minimum government guidelines and stuff. We try to make it easy. So it it's a good gig. Um the only it, problem with me, Chase, is you know, I'm ten ninety nine. That's yeah. looked at very hard. Right. When you're ten ninety nine, they now. take it very seriously. It's like Are okay. they like they're like, Are you really making money or are you trying to fucking <laughs> fool us here? Because we need to see some proof. Yeah, I had to show them so much stuff for my business, man. It's crazy. You do you do rack in the funds though, to be I honest. I do. I mean I I do very well. They were they were like insulting to question you. But you know, Kevin did bring it up. I want to talk about that gorgeous C sixty three AMG, man. That's the Number new baby. One. That's brand new to me. How much pussy that thing get you? Dude, it has to. Not as much as I would like. <laughs> I wish it was more. It's freaking gorgeous, man. I appreciate it. And that, I man. talked shit when I came outside because I said, I, I'll race you and I'll win, but I know I won't. I just feel like... I mean, it's got like, 500 horse. Dude, I mean, mine's like 402, I think, so yeah. you're beating me, but... If I had that car, I think nothing else could stop me after that. Like, I would be able to take over the fucking world with that car. Mercedes is gorgeous, man. Yeah, I, I really, I really like them. I like the Audis too. I so, was oh, but at the color well. scheme on the one you have is so clean looking. See, I get I it gets thought. dirty quick, but it, it really, it pops and it pops with like a dark hair, dark eyed, dark beard dude. Too. <laughs> I know it was perfect. It's like somebody you see dude, in a with coffee my white shop hat? having like a nice kind of macchiato or something. So, <laughs> but no, even just like with my sweatpants and my white hat that I have on, dude, I would look good whipping that. <laughs> it's pretty hard to look bad in. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah, look bad exactly. in that car, man. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's been a goal I've had to get an AMG for a very long time and that, finally been able to make it happen. I'm right so. there with you. When I bought my first Audi, like that was my goal is I wanted a German engineered Audi, BMW or Mercedes. I wanted that German line of luxury. Like that was so, like that was my intent. It's kind of crazy because like people, you know, you ride in those cars and everything like that, but until you actually own one, it's love. you'll never know the difference. It's, I mean, it's, I'll never go back to anything else. It's like you babysit kids, but until you have one of your own, you really don't know how it feels. And it's I want you to know, Chase, like, because you know, when I bought my first Audi, you know, I actually it paid like fifty grand for my A4, brand new, it was gorgeous, and I loved that car so much. And then I totaled it, totaled it like four years later on the turnpike. I remember that. Can actually. you imagine that? Like, if you totaled that car, when I was um, when I totaled that car, uh, a Japanese guy, which is not in terms of actually being uh, stereotypical. A Honda and an Asian guy like stopped behind me and he like got out really quick. He's like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Can I help?" And I'm like, "Me? What the fuck? Look at my car!" Yeah, you know right. I mean? <laughs> like, no, dude. Getting all pissed at him. Swear to God, and I don't know if it was the car. I don't know if it's the tra- like the traumatization of the the wreck itself. But John, I swear to God, has never been the same since the day he totaled that Audi. Yeah, it gave me a lot of anxiety. He's that's like, for sure. yeah, it's it seriously. That's been that was a. Like a pivotal moment in his in his life, yeah, I would I mean, say. A bad car crash will definitely change your life. Not only that, losing a fucking German engineered car, man. Audi, BMW, Mercedes, even Volkswagen too. Yeah, I love Volkswagen. I mean, Volkswagen owns Audi, so I mean. John, you've always had some beautiful cars, and um, that's that's what I was gonna say. Like Chase, you said that was always a goal of yours to own that sort of vehicle. Um, goals are important, right? 
Oh, of course, man. You have most, to have some most important. Yeah, it's so like, like that's the biggest thing. When it comes, like I'm new with goals, and it's like just like fresh to me that I've been setting them and knocking the fuck, like knocking them down, dude. And it, like it, it's like awesome. Is that something that you do? Is that how you got there? Yes, like, every are you day, willing man. Willing to share your process, yeah. and like how that evolved from <clears throat> you being like a high schooler who you right. know, you know how we are in high school, and you don't know anything <laughs> about the world, and and it's really any like when we grew up, it wasn't. We weren't given an incredible amount of direction. I would feel like I'm from I mean, New London, man. What did you, you graduated parents, in fourteen, right? Yeah. So, and I graduated. John and I graduated in ten. I just I feel like it was like yeah, just like go to college for something. I guess like do, you better like do that or get a job for sure. Like you're not doing nothing, and so that's why I was like, you guys, this doesn't feel right. I'm going to take a break, do some heroin, and figure this out. <laughs> It's just, it doesn't seem right to me. I'm not doing this. So I just, I, I, you know, I don't, I'm, I regret that. Where, and that's something I really, I'm leading into this college experience where you went to a college for the whole time you lived there, you graduated. That's something that life dealt you, where I was dealt the heroin addiction. So, no, I'm just kidding. It's not, I mean, well, obviously we made different choices and got, for sure. yeah. I mean, the thing is, man, I'm, you know, my, like I said earlier, you know, I learned not to stress about the shit you can't control and right, you know, all that. Man. And, you know, that really led me to live in a different lifestyle where, you know, I really like to live and do things that I enjoy, which, you know, the car, motorcycle, love golf. Oh, you have a motorcycle. Yeah, we'll yeah, get to that. I looked at your Instagram today. Yeah, we'll get to that. But, uh, okay. yeah, I mean, I... Got pretty lucky with when I was in college, I was doing business management as a major. Same. And then I got my brother-in-law hooked me up working at a car dealership. Mm-hmm. So like that's kind of where I started in sales. And I never thought I would like sales or anything like that, but I guess I'm just like a personable but guy that can thing. talk like, to people. Well, number one, you're handsome, you're personable, you can talk well, you're well-spoken, you know, that's easily going to be in your forte. I you didn't know if I'd be it. a good salesman either, and then I it's started the working story. where I work, and like, turns out I'm like great at it. Well, yeah, I mean, you put your mind to it, and you've got the personality to do it. It's just something where you got to set goals for yourself, and, you know, some people like to work a salary job and make 50 grand a year, mm-hmm. that's fine. You know, for me, I want to be able to push myself every 50K day 50k base salary plus commission please mm-hmm. right <laughs> zero that's the thing zero you're, salary you're, when you are sales that's kind of the thing you bet on yourself like that's all it is because generally it's almost like a very low base salary but you basically determine what you make and that is the best thing it's like you really can push yourself for yeah. more like no matter what you're selling yourself just as well as the item that you're selling i've learned that in business school it's exactly that when you have that good personality, those good looks, like all those things, you should be in sales mm-hmm. because that is so focused on how perfect that is. Mm-hmm. Like that's amazing to me that uh, I would pick being sales over anything. Yeah, and I never, I mean, all throughout college, I didn't have any idea what I like, what industry I wanted to be in. So that was really just figuring that out. So for you're kind of saying that you went to college when. During your college career, did this car dealership job come along? Had you graduated? Uh, it was my no, I was sophomore. I was so you were doing 18, that going 19. while you were going through school. Yeah, so I did it. I just did it for a summer. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So when you're saying though that you had this carefree, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna care too much about stuff I can't change. I'm gonna live for right now, and you know, do that. Did, was there anything that inspired that, or did you just kind of realize that all of a sudden, like as you got older? Or? Um. I mean, definitely B 
being blessed with being able to study abroad too. Okay, yeah. where did you study? So mm. sophomore year in Italy. So that was a pivotal. Italy. That was a pivotal thing in the way you yeah. looked at bitch. life on your perspective. Like you your perspective. Lucky on son life. of a bitch, dude. You I look back at it every day, and it's the most amazing thing I've ever done. That was another thing I saw on your Instagram. Holy. Was it hell. on a coast somewhere? So I was living in Florence at that time. Isn't that where um, fucking like Leonardo da Vinci was? Dude, that's where everything was. <laughs> da- that's everything. where spaghetti David, got made. The Duomo, man, this thing was built in 1300. Mm-hmm. Dude, I want. I need to go. You need to We're take us. We're talking medieval times, Kev. We need to take a podcast on the road. Oh well, that'll that'll pass on by. That'll be Let's okay. Hope. But that's the thing, man. I would love to go to Italy. That's one of my main. You know, places that I actually want to go out of the country. I'm the Italian, you're Hungarian. I mean, there's plenty I want to go to. Well, it's all close right there, too. Like, you go over there, you can go see all those countries. But just, that's the... What is yours? Because I know it must be something similar like ours. Well, my grandfather on my dad's side is from Scotland. So we got a lot of... That's my number one. A lot of Scottish. Um, My mother, her side, German, probably. But uh, nothing too. You just heavy. have the super tan, like look like that. Right? Yeah, we we really don't know where that came from. Please tell uh, me you, your I family. Does something. your family eat haggis? I don't even know what that is. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. No, dude, it's just because he has tan. That's what he's trying to get across. He's like freaking Aziz, like what Bryce was talking about. He's like, I'm from yeah. fucking North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird since you bring up Bryce too? It's like for some reason I don't know what it is. I feel like you specifically. I don't know so much about your family, but. You're like kind of look like the beard and the hair and whatever. Like I feel like he almost fits well into like the Wood family. Like I, like, I, I don't <laughs> the know what Wood. It is. We don't. You don't know Frank. I don't know Frank, but I know Bryce and his brothers. I feel like he like fits in there. And I was almost gonna be like kind of go into this thinking they're cousins or something. <laughs> no, it, I mean close, close. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it almost seems. I like get that where would you're be. coming from. That's there. what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't get this look. I mean, remember when I graduated high school, dude? I was like five feet tall. Yeah, with, with I, baby I, face. I think I know where you're getting this because yes. Bryce's mom is married to Bill Ross, and Chase has a cousin named Ross. So that's where you're getting that mixed up. Well, it's certainly more intricate than I was thinking. I was just basing it on looks, but <laughs> no, <laughs> it was what I said. It was for sure what I said. <laughs> Holy um, hell! So, what's your highlight? The obviously Italy then is your highlight. Like, I was hoping you're gonna be like, yeah, I went to some like frat party this one time, but no, you're like, oh, I mean, there's a lot of that. Holy too. hell, dude! I'm glad you said that because you seriously look like a frat guy. Like yeah, you're gonna no, be in a frat. That yeah, that was a that was a big part. I mean, I never was in a frat or anything like that, but you a went lot to nightclubs. I saw your oh, Twitter. Yeah. I Do saw we your even Twitter. have schools that have frats. Yes, every single school. Unless does. you go like go. South, like to Columbus or no, something. No, like Ken that. has oh, all the frat houses. Ken had frats? BG has all the frat houses. I mean, they're not they as serious for yeah. sure. They still have the big mansions with the letters. Like, on the Ohio front. State has to have these massive kind of frats. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, those are, there's definitely like levels to it, but my friends that I met in Kent, they all like joined the same frat. Mm-hmm. And I was studying abroad and stuff, so like I didn't really want to do all that. Way more important. Yeah, and so like I was like an honorary member, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, just... do you have to get super good grades? That's what I was gonna ask to like get the privilege to study abroad. How do you get to be the one that gets to do that, or do you just have to pay you the money? Apply, or you apply? <laughs> yeah, Kent... extra money and. Well, Kent has this like awesome program. So I actually like went to Kent State University in Florence, where holy hell, you know, most of the time you would have to like go to a different school, right? Mm-hmm. So they have their own campus there. Well, it's like a building, but, you know, for all Kent students. And so that was cool. You got, you know, they basically just do pay the same tuition. So you just got to pay for the living, which over there is pretty similar. Mm -hmm. But uh, also did 
Australia. Went to Sydney, Australia. Sick. Did a wow, semester there. I Beautiful. Do. I feel like I've seen this on Twitter, but it's just like amazing to hear. It's it on his person. Instagram, man. It's gorgeous. Well, dude. it's kind of weird, bro, because like I've been back here for so long, like getting into my adult life and everything after graduating, and like looking back on that, doing that is like. What the hell was I doing? I had asked you too, like when it came to what would it take for you to like kind of move back to the hometown and everything, because that was like the number one thing that I wanted to do. And you said like the only thing that's going to do it is if you buy your parents' house. And is that kind of like important to you? I mean, I love New London, and I love it. You know, it's a great place for me right now with where I'm at in my life. I just you know I got other places and things I got to do. But you know, I think for me, end goal is probably move. Out west somewhere. Oh, you want to go California? As cliche as that sounds, Nevada, you know? yeah. Everybody does. I just like, <laughs> I like to snowboard and yeah. motorcycles. That's and all actually that, something so I like, wanted to bring up too because I'm a big skier. I like to ski. I, I didn't know snowboard. That. I love skiing. I've been to several different places: Holiday Valley, Seven Springs, um, Wisp. You know all these different been places. Out west? Never. And I want to so bad, and that's why I brought he's up been this to Log Beach, but he just didn't go snowboarding while he's there. Right. But, but that's the thing, and you knew you've been out west snowboarding, right? Oh yeah, I just I bought an Icon Pass this year. It's like got like forty five resorts on it. Dude. I got unlimited skiing. I might take a trip just to join you in that. Because Dude, I mean, what's your skill level? Uh, I'm not going down double black diamonds. I can tell you that. See, you guys have lost me, and this is where the uh, tax bracket comes <laughs> into play. <laughs> Fucking poor people don't know about snow Dude, sports. Okay, I think honestly it was funny. I was I don't remember what I was watching, but I found out that i think skiing is like a rich person sport it is it totally fucking is what do you mean you oh, think i love it like, certainly like some is. rich rich dudes in the mountains were like give me your opinion hey, even you snowboarding just, like the, only the bougiest girls are posting the the snow trails instagram well it's stuff. weird you got like the rich ass people and then you got the ski bums so it's well, like a dynamic. But no, it's it's like the surfers in Cali. They still afford to live in a beach house, so they got some hustle somewhere. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Because for sure. I, I don't know the mind of a snowboarder. I want. I kind of want to kind of pick into that. Um, what's harder in your mind as a snowboarder, skiing or snowboarding? Because I've heard two different things. Yeah, I mean, skiing I think it's is all... easier to get into. Snowboarding is harder to master. I think. I think it's really just kind of based on you. Like everybody's yeah. gonna be different. I started skiing actually. Yeah, um, I did it like three times maybe. I love it. I was decent, but I don't know. Snowboarding just seemed interesting. Do you to think me. it's it's more personally fitted? I like. I think you like what you like. Yeah, you know. I think I would like skiing too if I just strictly skied. I mean, I don't think it's a bad time at all. And I just like snowboarding because. I wakeboard. I mean, I did a lot of other things on boards, kind of. I so, so water skiing is Florence too. on the coast? I forgot to ask that. Florence is it a coastal city? Florence is not. No, Florence is, is in a valley. Pretty it's much. inland. Yeah. What about the Australian place that you stayed? Yeah, and Sydney, Sydney is, is right. Yeah, that's with the, <laughs> uh, the opera house. Sydney's like the, the dopest place on earth. I thought. Dude, Isn't there alligators and sharks there? Kangaroos, everything, bro. <laughs> Those joeys. Dude, you could get like fucking murked in Australia. If Except you, if you wander out into the wilderness on accident. Well, dude, everybody thinks luck. like you see all this stuff online, like huge spiders everywhere and like it's the super land of dangerous the nope. place, right? It is, it's the land of the nope. I mean, in some places, yes, but I didn't see a spider my entire time I was there. Like, in Sydney, they probably got the pesticides on deck. Okay, yeah, so they let got me, something going you're on. a golfer, so I mean, I want to put this perspective into your mind. So you go to an Australian golf course. Okay, see, I you never guys did. are talking about rich people shit again. I, I know. I want to put you into this perspective. So everybody knows Australia as the land of the nope. Like, there's all kinds of crazy grossness. Like, something can kill you. 
Like, we're Ohioans. We have nothing that can kill us. So let's put you into Australia. Heroin. And you, and you just... Heroin can kill you. Ketamine. <laughs> Fentanyl something. But you slice a ball right into the woods, okay? Are you dropping, or are you going to look for that ball? Yeah, I'm not going in there. No, no chance. chance. No chance. <laughs> you mean in Sydney? Dude. Yeah, no. That was me in Florida, and I swear to God, it's Florida. So like, right. I'm kind of used to it, but Greg and I, we did this kind of vacation to Florida. We went from Miami up to Orlando, Jacksonville. We did the whole tour, and both of us, like, on this, like, Par four, that was a big dog leg right. Both tried to cut it, and then it pushed into the woods. Right when it went in there, we're both like, I'm not fucking going in there. There's mm-hmm. no chance. Because I know there's banana spiders in that bitch. I would, yeah, go, in, no I would go in Florida, but I would not go in Georgia. Wait, Georgia's Why not Georgia? Georgia's That's Augusta, bit. the Masters, baby. I meant New Orleans. That's, well, yeah. you're going... I meant Louisiana. Louisiana. I meant Louisiana. That's my next trip. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It's a where are you? Really who are you cool going place. to? New Thanks for inviting me, motherfucker. <laughs> well, I mean, you can definitely join. You but got a business I, convention? I ha- well, it's a long story. I can give it to you in a. You don't short have term. to explain it to me. I want to give you a little short term of it. Um, I have three hundred dollars worth of Southwest tickets. I saw you complaining on Twitter. Yeah, I tried to tag them so they would be <laughs> they, like. Sometimes oh, we'll make they it respond right. <laughs> and give you some credit. Right? They might. Yeah, I tried to shout out United on there. Southwest fire under them. But, uh, you know, I had $300 worth of vouchers because one of my flights went really bad. One of the planes had some sort of bad GPS part. And um, my flight was delayed literally 10 hours. So I was supposed to get into Cleveland around like 9 a.m. I didn't get home till like midnight. It was the fucking worst. terrible. So they gave me all kinds of vouchers, $300 worth. But and listen, I just sat no, on them. You're, you guys, okay, this is where you've gone off track with your like consistency. Oh, perfectly on track. <laughs> no, you've gone off track with your consistency. You talked about skiing, snowboarding, golf, and then Southwest but Airlines. That's the beauty Southwest of Airlines is my tax bracket, John. You should be flying, <laughs> you should be flying something far better, and you'd never hey. run into these issues. No, I mean, if you're talking about tax bracket, you'd be more uh, like um, Frontier or... Don't call me a Frontier person, you <laughs> dickhead. What's the other spirit. one? Spirit. Spirit. Dude, I thought I was going to die on a Spirit okay, flight from Vegas. I've always done Southwest. Southwest is just, it's like the Walmart. If you need shoes, if you if you're wearing Walmart shoes, you're flying Southwest. Mine has always transitioned from American Airlines to Southwest, always because I got the most points, and I'm always American trying to... American is uh, reputable. Yeah, American I'm Airlines. For, nice. I don't think Southwest has a first class. option. Although, like you said, United was actually one of my best flights. I had a connection from um, Chicago O'Hare to Cleveland. And I was really fucking pissed because they had one of the bigger planes that was kind of subbed in or whatever, and it had the TVs on this yeah. back of the headrest. I got into this fucking movie, and that's a 45-minute flight. I was into this fucking movie, dude. It landed. I'm like, please, no. Circle around or something because I really wanted to finish that movie. And that's kind of the thing. United has to be the best, without question. Uh, yeah, I think it is. I mean, I like, whatever happened to the days where, like, you got – Pillows, blankets, and oh. all this shit on airplanes. That's like first they really class, just started right? fucking us. You have to be in first class to get that. Not, well, not back in the day. Southwest. No, not doesn't. back in the day. You used to be able to smoke cigarettes, Chase. That's you want to do that too? That's fact. That's facts. Yeah. <laughs> but Southwest, just so you know, doesn't even have first class. It's just a seating. No, group, I ABC, know. Whatever. I know about Southwest. Yeah. Trust me, it's all I've ever flown. I'm poor. That's, okay. That's all I've ever done. And too. I've never even bought them. Okay. Somebody's always even bought my, my dad, who's very, very rich. He always uses Southwest.
Southwest. It's because he has a ticket and he gets the miles. Is extremely high. His yeah. flying miles are. That's nuts. what I'm saying. If when you have books, if you have something like that, it's smart to do it. That's why I do fly Southwest. I'll be honest. It's not because I'm poor. It's because my aunt is just like your. If your he's dad. not a one in Southwest, I don't even know what to fucking say. If he books a ticket, he's TSA precheck and a one in Southwest. Oh, dude, you got to get the clear membership if you don't have that. You guys, what you really need to get is a jet. That would be just buy a jet, dude. <laughs> that's, I mean, all right, hey, so AMG guys, was the first goal. Yeah, that's jet. what I was gonna. Hey, I was about to next. say. I was like, you guys got your car goals. I got different goals in mind. That's why I ain't cashing <laughs> on no little ass car. I'm trying to buy a fucking gold plated jet. What do you got going on, man? I mean, yeah, Kev, let's talk about your life. No, I got um, I got about you know twenty thousand shares of Dogecoin. Fuck yeah. And as soon as that shit hits hundred bucks, bro, then I'm cool. I don't need to worry about anything else after that. You still holding on it? We I'm, wanted to... I'm never okay. This is what I'm talking about. It's oh, it's, it's nearly eight hundred dollars that I have into it as of right now. I have about four, three, four hundred dollar return as yeah. it still sits. I got in early because, okay, dude, this is what's super embarrassing, and I don't even want to say it out loud to the whole world right. on record forever. <laughs> I sold nearly one thousand dollars of Doge. Earlier this earlier or like last in the beginning stages before you it was were at in a on penny Doge before it was yeah I well it was just because I got on Robinhood and there when I first got on Robinhood like okay since then I've signed people up for Robinhood and noticed that it's changed since I signed up when I signed up there was there was a starting list that it gave me of stocks that were popular and then it had cryptos to watch and it had Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ethereum Classic, and Dogecoin. It had those four listed and Doge was at less than a penny and I said that's interesting. You know what I yeah, mean? Like right. I could own fucking those a are the stocks crazy you amount of that and it's like so and then my stimulus hit soon after. I, so then I was like, you know what, dude, I'm gonna just throw a thousand dollars into this Dogecoin, whatever, and I'm just gonna fuck see what it does and just to be whatever. Whatever, because it's free money from That's the government. That's why I did it. And too. I was okay anyway. I mean, it's, it's like somehow, some way, after everything I've been through, I landed myself a job and a life where I'm just fucking surviving and things are cool. So it's like, whatever, I have a little bit of money. So this is just play. I'll throw it in here. It's like buying lottery tickets, but it's even safer because it's at such a low point that they would just have to take it off the app yeah, and say, right. sorry about your luck. Yeah. And I just, I would feel fucked. And, and as long as you invest yeah. what you can expect to lose. Well, and that's another thing I never would do. You know what I mean? Right. I felt so stupid about scratch offs. I've done like online, like poker and things like that, where I've lost hundreds of dollars and feel so goddamn retarded afterwards. And it's just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I've never, I've never felt quite like that with stocks or crypto. I've, I've just e- started getting into it myself. Like I never invested like, in just stocks like that. Dude, but it's super important, I feel like. I'm in E-Trade very heavy with my stocks. He's I, been in I it. T- I took my entire 401k out of my, because it was my previous job in, you know, PVG or whatever. Right. I took all that stock out, and I wanted to do it myself. They had a company that would actually invest the money for you, and it would just... Right. And I wanted to do it myself. So I've been in E-Trade for many, many years, but I never actually invested my own money that's in my, like, personal bank account right. or whatever. And this was my first kind of experience doing it. I've always just monitored my stocks. But how much do you actually have in Doge? I want to know. I, well, like, I sold. You sold? Yeah. You got scared at the dip? No, I didn't. Get out, I didn't get scared. <laughs> I, I put 50 bucks in at like oh, .01. Well, it doesn't even really. Yeah. Oh, at point, oh, you mean at a penny. Yeah. yeah. So So that's early on. Yeah, I was like, I bought it at a pretty good price. But not enough to be like, oh, I'm holding on to this till death. I, you got it yeah. at a cent? 
Yeah, I dude, I literally I just bought it on out? a whim, and I was when like, did you get out? why not, dude? Like, I just want to get in on this. Like, when everything was popping off. How did you hear about it at a penny? Because I was putting these guys on at about three. Dude, I didn't even, I don't even know. I, I feel like I got in on it late, and like, I literally was just on at like midnight one night. Chase, a penny is not late. That's really that good. That was super safe. This it. was like two weeks, not even two weeks ago. Yeah. So I don't know how I did it. That's what's crazy. It's riding hard (laughs) at seven right now. Yeah. So I I sold my $50. I invested in it like maybe a week after and then just held the rest. What what did you sell? The other day. How much did you get? Like 4,600 Dogecoin or something. No, 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 I know, but I'm saying when you sold, like, what was your Oh, I profited 400 bucks. Oh, that's what I mean, off 50. Yeah. So, yeah, that's incredible. I was like, dude, I'm, yeah, I'm cutting my losses now. Well, it's not losses. You were cutting your gains. Yeah, cutting my gains. Yeah. Damn it, man! And, and I was like, I I was gonna let it ride, honestly, because I just wanted to be a part of the, <laughs> the part of the bus. Doge Army, baby. Yeah, going to the moon. <laughs> but like, I was like, yeah, four hundred bucks. Sounds I just, nice. you know, like I talk to Kevin all the time about like the potential of it. You know, you see Bitcoin's price all the time. Like that's the biggest stock right now. It's like you want to see that forty four thousand dollars out of it. I carry right now almost forty thousand dollars worth of stock for Dogecoin. If that it's forty four forty thousand shares, he's saying. Doge coins. Yeah. 40,000. Okay. 40,000 coins, basically. And if that hits $44,000, we're talking billions. Dude, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm in a fucking, I'm on Doge train. Like, I'm not a, I'm not selling because I'm trying to get out of it and I think it's going to tank. I want it to do well. Damn, you better sure. get in there at six I don't and a half see cent. Any way. buy back in. <laughs> I don't see it any up. way that it can because what the way I'm looking at it is Elon Musk has clearly yep. um, made his interest in it apparent. Yeah, he's the biggest leader too. In so, terms of, do you think he's got a shit ton of money? In there's that? two. There's two alter. He's there's two. Some. For there's sure. two possible outcomes here. Either Elon is a huge fucking asshole and trolling everyone, and he's a, just a big piece of rich shit for no reason, being <laughs> a dick. He is. No chance. Yeah, I don't or think so. he's like leaving like obvious breadcrumbs to like do like a social experiment where he is going to be like, you know what, I'm just going to see what happens if I make a bunch of regular people millionaires. He's one of the biggest industry leaders of all time. He's the biggest influence. Everybody wants to do what he does. I mean, that's kind of what it is. I he's, don't see him joking about it. He's not he's joking. Leading. He doesn't fuck around. He's not fucking around. He's, he has an intent behind what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, he's sure. one of the most powerful people as the planet sits at the moment. It's no fucking question. He's one he of the most powerful He says something, people. everybody follows. Easy. Like, that's it's how not, it is. Well, and it's not even about that. It's I just, think it is. Especially in stock. He's the only guy right now who's super powerful. And he's that's the thing. He doesn't have as much power, but he has so much knowledge, it seems. It seems like he would have all of the answers going forward as to like disease and the human race. His main goal is consciousness surviving. The light talk of about humanity the simple surviving. idea that he put up one point five billion dollars into Bitcoin. Right. To pay you know, I think that's that's a deal. step to pave the way for I hope so. For all the rest. I mean, he did it through Tesla, whatever, but it's still I heard a theory where the future goes like this. Bitcoins are $100 bills. Ethereum's are 50. Dogecoins are 20s. -hmm. Something like that. You know what I mean? So well, if, money's fake for sure. Oh, and that's what that's my well, point is when when I talk to somebody that's money's you know my lean. parents age and I try to tell them about cryptocurrency and their rebuttal to so it's just imagine, imagine. I was like, so when the treasury just decides they're gonna print 
two billion, two well, trillion, I mean, three trillion, and it's just inject that into the economy. Exactly. That's just not made like, up. That's they, just, yeah. Being in the mortgage industry is like kind of realizing like no, what it's the all fuck made up, on. bro. And that's what I'm Dude, saying. They're, they're pumping eighty billion dollars into the mortgage bonds. Like mm-hmm. it's just fake. It's billion. all fucking. It's all set up. It's rigged and set up the way it's meant to be. And guess what? The internet and Robin Hood and all this is the tip of the iceberg to that whole fucking show getting the curtains falling down and we get to see what's really going on. And that's what that's why the whole GameStop thing is so important. What happened not too long ago? Mm-hmm. It's the clearly to the visual ex- fucking theft. It's one of the worst things that's ever happened in the stock market. It's fucking nuts. Well, I'm just saying that it's the beginning of that curtain coming down. Sure. I thought it was hilarious how like the hedge fund people are getting so pissed at how people just came back at them for doing what they were doing. They're like, hey, else. that's our thing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, the the best meme was like, hey, go invest in the stock market. Maybe you'll you know save some money. And it's like, oh Not wait, like no, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's just the same thing as like the protesters, and then they take a knee at the football field, and they're like, "Oh, not like that." No, peaceful right. protest that way. It's just all the same. There's just it's, and that's the thing. Like you're talking about when it all roots back to the thesis of this episode of, uh, you know, you're gonna not care about all that extra bullshit. That's you know just that bullshit. You're just gonna live for the moment and have a good time and do yeah. the right thing. Be a nice person. Right. Be generous to the people that you come in contact with. That'll come back to you, and it'll spread throughout the universe. It's everybody as saying, do "Hey, that. be a good human." That's yeah, kind of what I live. It sounds my so day stupid life. as fuck, but if you just goddamn do it, any of you listening, just be nice to everybody. My you see, day it's life, hard. dude. I swear to God, it's like my number one credo is like, just be a good human. That's like all I want to be. Yeah, it's like a weird dude, thing to say, I'm but trying. it's so real. Like I just want to be a good human. Mm-hmm. I yeah. actually talked to Hallie about that a lot. It's like I just like I feel like that's the number one ticket. It's like I'm going to tell you guys right now. I ran my life directly straight into the dirt and put it to a place where a lot of people would think that I could have never retrieved it and made it to where I'm at right now. The only thing that I did was number one, not do heroin. Number two, <laughs> be a good person. Those are the two only things I've done. I wake up and I'm like, should I do this or not? If my conscience is right and it's telling me I should do it, I do that thing and I ride with that. And if I don't ride with that, it does take a toll on me and I like learn a lesson from it. As long as you just really do try to be a good person and don't do heroin, dude, there's no way to fail. So a lot of you people out there failing that aren't doing heroin time to take a look in the mirror are you really being a good person chase don't do heroin man no <laughs> i could not no it's a bad I'm a lightweight thing. it's a stupid thing. i make a joke <laughs> i make a joke out of it but it is fairly real man i mean that's like For a sure. i didn't thing mean to, to. i didn't know i was gonna be a heroin addict when i started of course i mean everybody makes fucking terrible decisions in their life that's what life is bro i mean i yep. know i know several different clients of mine you know in terms of actual business and the personable relationships that they've been prescribed those same drugs and like they literally went to nothing just because of one prescription. Well, it's, it's what a lot of people do not realize Percocet, Vicodin, morphine and heroin under a microscope to a scientist are really hard to tell the difference between. Sure. They're nearly, I mean, microscopically and I'm talking about on a, like a, like the elements that make them up. It's the exact same shit. It's of course, but it's the strength of it. I mean, well, like, no, it's not even the, are the same kind of chemical makeup. That's it's it, it, with heroin and, and street drugs. It's always going to oh, depend okay. on like the what is the purity what of it and sure. all of that. Yeah, and then fentanyl, and yeah, obviously the chemical compounds 
that make up these different opioids have different strengths. But my, my basic point is, is opioid is the key word and they all react exactly the same in the brain. A scientist might be able to tell the difference, but your brain really can't. So when you're talking about professional people getting prescribed these things, they may as well have just gone to a street dealer and started doing dope. It's the exact same thing. That's in a very true professional life too, but only because these, it's all because the pharmaceutical companies did not properly advise the doctors on how to instruct the patients how to take these medications. So they turned to addicts and that we, we've created this huge mess and it was all based out of greed, just like every other problem in the world. (laughs) It's based out of like capitalist greed. And that hurts me to say, because capitalism is what's given us like the platform to live these lives that we have and gives everybody a shot. To me, there's no perfect way. And we've got the best one that anybody's thought of so far. It's constantly evolving. And it's like our time to like take that and make it ours. You know what I mean? We're fucking about to be 30 years old, guys. Yeah. Dude, Not you as much as us, but us for real, for real. I mean, shit, I'm 24 now. Dude, I'm getting there. I don't even know what it's like to be 24. Now. I remember oh, a little yeah. bit, dude. See, time 20, flies, 20, dude. It's I was crazy just starting months. to wake up at 24. That's what I mean. Like, you're so far ahead of the game, Chase. I'd imagine you'd be president of the fucking United <laughs> States before dude, long. You know, damn. Dude, well. why not, bro? That's exactly what you fit. You know that. I you mean, seem like a president. It's so weird. I wanted dude. to say it earlier, but I wasn't hadn't had quite enough to drink. So I was like, I was like, maybe um maybe freaking i shouldn't say that chase could be the president but it's like a weird thing that came to me and now i just had the confidence to say it and that is honestly incredible that that's a compliment bro i appreciate that um yeah i don't know you know you're an impressive guy were you the class president no were you in the running no i didn't do any of that shit so you were like just like a a pothead in high school, no, <laughs> just I, I wasn't. Dude, like that's the thing, dude. Sure. I didn't. I've never didn't even smoke until smoke like weed senior in, year. I did not smoke weed in high school at all. I, I did not do a drug until I got out of high so school. Weird. I wonder what it's to, like now. I'm sorry to interrupt you guys. It's conversation, okay. It but I, I have to ask because you know that was one of my things that like when I was talking about our vacation, like how we're gonna go to New Orleans or whatever. Uh, my family actually talked us out of going to Mexico because that was like the number one des- destination that we wanted to do. Um. And you went to Cabo because mm-hmm. I saw it on your uh, <clears throat> Instagram yeah. or whatever. Um, and the biggest thing that they said in terms of keeping us from going was just the idea that if you go outside of a resort and it's like a big thing right now, like people are literally going missing. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to, like you leave your resort, it's dangerous right? as hell. And the biggest thing for me is I want to sightsee. I want to go. Don't leave the resort, and John. see things. Uh, I don't know. I mean. Cabo is a little different, I think, than a lot of other places, too, because, like, that's the only way that they survive is by tourists. So if they didn't let them go outside the resort, like, they those are all ran by the cartel exist. anyways. Like, yeah. they're, it doesn't matter, but, you know, yeah, they, their economy would just be shit. I mean, like, my three destinations, number one was Cabo, Cancun, Punta Cana. Like, that was my number three. Yeah. Like, or Switzerland three or, like, Greenland and Iceland's not anywhere on it. Well, my first trip out of the country, of course. I was supposed to go to England, but it never happened. Fuck, dude, of I got family there. I want to go so bad. I just in Mexico to, or no, England? No, in, in England. <laughs> oh, I don't man, have no family in Mexico. I can't stand it. You're not you Mexican. So I was going to ask you that about your tan skin. Have you On all your travels, and I was going to say, too, I don't normally find myself in a room where there's two people who have like out-traveled me. I don't like that. Hey. 
<laughs> I'm like a tra- I, I'm a well traveled I'm, I'm a well traveled person, but you guys both got me out traveled by far. Chase, has anybody ever come up to you and started speaking a different language? Just assuming. No, but yeah. I mean, I definitely do have the like. That's Hispanic happened look, to me in San sure. Diego. It happened to me multiple really? times. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I uh, used to. I used to love it in Italy, though, like being able to speak Italian. That's crazy. How the fuck did you learn how to speak Italian? You speak full, fluent no, Italian? No, not fluent. I was like, holy shit. No, <laughs> not anymore. I mean, I used to be pretty good at it. Well, you lived there for a year, right? Buongiorno. Yeah. Oh, so that's I took French. It. No, buongiorno. Yeah, that's, that's Italian. That's Italian, too. Yeah, it's good morning. the null at the end that makes uh, it different, right? There's a lot of weird little shit with I mean, that. I, but the is it mainly me, like French, Is I know that... Um, they're all very similar. S- Spanish to... Even it, to English? Not, not as much, but... Spanish to Spanish, Italian is yeah. very similar. What about similar. to French, too? They're all three. French kind of. is French is a little well, that different, would, but French is Jesus Christ the love language. I mean, like I said, bonjour, you know. What I mean, that's bonjour for in like France, like right, exactly France. You know, like yeah, that's it's how hello. It is. And it's weird though, like hello. words in Merci. words in Spanish that are the same word in Italian will just mean a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. So, like in high school, I took Ital- or I took Spanish in high school. We didn't have too much access. You know, I I really didn't. Did you do well in that, by the way? In Spanish. Like what was your what was your final GPA in high school? That's not what we're talking about. I, I, I want to go back to this language. I'm just asking because I, that that would gauge me off how you did in Spanish, knowing your GPA. Yeah, I mean, I've always been like really interested in languages, so I tried like I actually tried in Spanish and learned a decent. So amount. So you had Trask, right? Yeah, yeah, and you know learned a good amount, but like I didn't have any desire to really speak Spanish at that time. I feel like in our you know, high school, like there, there's no way you could take those classes and actually come out speaking fluent. Well, you know, you can't do that in with any language. You just have to practice it so yeah. much. So that's why I, I did like a year of classes before I went to Italy in Italian. And then when I went there, like you just retain it so much better by actually speaking it. So I got really good at speaking it. Like I could get my point across and understand what people were saying. But like when I came back, I lost it. Like I can still say like you know phrases and like mm-hmm. normal shit. Did you do you think but, you had like an American accent to that? Oh, 100%. percent. That's <laughs> funny, right? I actually loved it. I wonder what that sounds like. They loved it. Loved it. Australians love it. Italians. Love so when it. you just talk normally, they're like, just do that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like Ohio accent well, too. That's like thing. that's the thing. We had the accents to them. Like we typically see them as having accents. And I, I work, you know, of course, because you know the biggest headquarters for the company I have is in England, and they see us as having those accents. Oh, it's it's what's well, just it's, no, it's weird that we find that weird because it's just the same as us finding any accent for. Well, I found it weird that like we were the like when I went to Australia, it was really culturally diverse with who I was living mm-hmm. with. Because I lived in like their student housing that had just all exchange students, pretty much. So like from all kinds of countries. Yeah, like Italy, Germany. My roommate was Swiss, Swiss. Um, you know, all over the place. But we have like from the Midwest is like a very American accent. It's not like the Southern accent or like the surfer guy. You know, it's just a we're just straight up America. Okay, I mean, let's picture some of the places you've been to, and I don't know if you're good at accents, but I want you to give me... I'm terrible. Let's try, Kev. Like, from all the places you've been oh, to, like Italy, Australia, let's see if we can do, like, some of the, like, his I best accents. a accent. decent British person, I think. That's really good, actually. Holy hell. Keep going. Well, I don't know if it's very good that I keep on going, but... Um, That's really That's good. Solid. I've watched a lot of Harry Potter, so it's... <laughs> Harry Potter. It's only... <laughs> I mean, to do the Australian accent, you just basically got to say cunt a bunch of times. That's pretty much <laughs> it. Like, that's the thing. Shibuto Bobby. Like, it's always that. Cunt. Sh- 
That's always the number one thing used for Australian people is shrimp on that body. Yeah. But I mean, Arvo. Like, there, there's some really cool shit. The like, biggest thing that scares me about like the Australian accent is they're all right. It's all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, all right. It's all right. All right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, I can't do that. I don't know how people can conceptualize this fucking. They they accent. do like weird shit. They do like, how's it doing? Mm-hmm. How's it doing? Go and kiss this alligator. Like, uh, how's right. it going? It's how's it doing? <laughs> um, it's like a lot of just weird things that you'd never expect. Like Arvo is afternoon, brekkie. Like they like they don't even say breakfast. It's all brekkie. I like brekkie. I'm like <laughs> brekkie is fire. <laughs> David and I will talk about this later, but holy hell, brekkie. And mm-hmm. what'd you say, Arvo? What? Arvo is afternoon. Like that's afternoon. Yeah. Holy hell! I heck. like that too. Honestly, that's I'm really gonna start nice. Doing that, we're gonna bring that to the Midwest. But oh, what, what was the one that was really good? It was uh, I will come back to that one. I got to think of it. Oh, that's fantastic. What? That freaking English accent was pretty good, man. Give I'm me, from there. Let me. Uh, okay, let's test it because you may have practiced and you just kind of do this all the time. <laughs> I just I'm not see very good could, at it. I want to put spot, you to the test. I want to see. I can do it really good when I'm just trying to be myself. Okay. Um, hey, I'm going to come home. I'm going to grab a beer and I'm going to sit down. I am going to come home and grab myself a beer and sip on it until my dick gets hard and <laughs> whack it off. <laughs> I think they say wank. Yeah, I'll, have, yeah, a, I'll have a wank. I'll have a wank. That's fine. With your trinkets, mate. <laughs> but no, that's really good, man. You have a really good English accent. Thanks. Holy hell. Yeah, I'm really terrible at yeah, trying to mimic I that shit. I can't do accents. Not at all. Just no sound chance. like an idiot. Just do your Jerry Seinfeld was, impression. I can't. <laughs> I mean, they always do that. I mean, I can't. I'm not going to do it now, but that was really good, Kev. Thank you. Holy heck, man. I just, so I, I did want to bring up, I was listening to your episode where you did the favorite TV shows and stuff. Okay. And I was really disappointed Entourage was not on the list. I mean, that was very early season. That was our first episode that we did the TV shows. I think so, yeah. And uh, I had a lot that I left out that I wish that I could have said. I yeah, know I mean, Entourage is a good show, but I've never watched it, even though I do have HBO Max. I mean, we didn't even mention South Park. I don't think you did either. But I, I think we were going I've for talked more. about South Park a yeah, lot. Yeah, of course we did. And that's like, that's got to be in there. South Park is amazing. But we were going for more like that kind of serious style. Yeah. And actually, let's put it through the test. You know, well, uh, let's do a little throwback to our first episode. We have now you just walked yourself into a trap. Hey, you I'm are going it. to give us your top five television shows, and this is out of nowhere. Yeah, I got this though. It's okay, just, okay. So I'm a big TV guy. We're gonna start from the base to up, so you can't give us your number one yet. Okay. I want your number five, like what you would put in that position. Holy heck, this five, is be... it's hard to start from the bottom. It is. That's to, why I want to put you through rules. it. <laughs> Right. That's what makes you really think about it. Yeah, for sure. You give it the best, you go for down from there, but you go to the number five. That's really tough. TV shows. Um, I know for number sure. Number five, I might go with Dexter, maybe. Dexter's number five? How do you go up from there? Dexter's good as oh, shit, dude. man. Do you yeah. mean the Michael C. Hall the... is so oh. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's great. One. Dude, he... Oh my goodness! And honestly, though, I, I go back and watch it, and like a lot of those are really corny. They are very corny, but but like, like when you're in it, it's so good. It's so good, dude. Yeah. And I feel like almost he like intends to be corny when he acts. Like I yeah, swear to God, sure. that weirdo. whole show is a poem, dude. It is. 
Yeah. It so really is. When you say it's corny, like that's where the corniness comes it's from. It's a fucking not, it's, If you're in the mood for that type of thing, it's not corny. It's deep. So it's a perfect. But I get what you're saying. It's corny. a perfect silhouette of like being an artist. Like it's. Yeah, I love that. Fucking I feel show. like there's plenty of videos on YouTube you can literally look up right now that talks about like his interviews and everything, like how he actually leads into different roles, and they test him. He does these different kind of like Russian kind of scenes and he does these all these different scenes to where he literally like comes into character and it's weird how we don't really picture it like that. We picture like an actor like, oh sick. I'm just gonna go out there and just talk. He to me right. to but me in that, that show he is more of a piece to the whole puzzle. I don't think he makes the show. No. Like, like the like the theme song all by itself is like one of my favorite like show yeah. intros. It's just like you know what that is. The yeah. blood. I like the blood that drips from when he's shaving. <laughs> and like when Lots he's flossing. And the eggs and the ham when he fries it yeah, in the intro. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. so like, oh, is it blood or is it, am, I, am I eating? I don't know. <laughs> I like this. But anyways, so yeah, Chase. That, that was good. We're moving to number four. Number four. It's going to be tough, this man. This is so tough. Are you a sitcom guy? Not really. No, no. I don't I don't really like those kind of shows. All right, well, it was great, I mean, guys. I... I <laughs> I will watch them, but like that's not something I turn on when I'm trying to watch TV. I love sitcoms. like I want to be like Deep. into it. Mm-hmm. Like, All right, I wanna... well, what's your number four, Chase? So you're more drama then, right? Yeah, very yeah. drama, crime, and you're all oh, crime. Okay, so I like you know honestly, what are really good are Netflix crime documentaries. I've heard good things about Chicago Fire. You know, there's I've a... never watched that. I've heard really good things. I think that's like an actual like series. Though, yeah, right? it's on TV right now. That's not a doc though. Yeah, like the, their this, documentary, like their crime documentaries that yeah, they make the about thing. like we're murders talking, and serial we're killers. TV shows. We're not going specific documentaries. That's a. I mean, Chicago I Fire TV, is on television, but it's no, going I, to be I, eventually on a streaming platform. I'm not saying that. Sophia Bush is in it, and it's really good, man. So I don't. I don't know if number. Four, I don't know if I can do four, three, two, one. But Peaky Blinders, amazing. Really good. Unreal acting by Killian Murphy. I heard good things. I haven't seen that into the second season of that. So big fan. Yeah, so definitely watch it all the way through. It's amazing. That's one of my favorites. Um, Westworld. Have you guys ever watched Westworld? Westworld. I've heard so much about that show. That was in my top favorites, and I think. Yeah, I think you did say that. But that's one show that, like, I literally had to watch recaps after watching the episode to figure out what the fuck was going on. No, dude, it's like I just rewatch it over and over again to do that. But that show is what gives me like. It's like Black Mirror, but not so scary. I was gonna bring that up too. I was gonna bring that up too. Uh, I feel like so many people have talked about Black Mirror. It's fucking crazy. And not so much now today. I'm going to rewatch Black Mirror. If you go back like a year, if you go to Twitter, that was like the number one TV show talked about. Oh, yeah. And I have not seen it. You told me about it. You said it's really good. And I never. They took this year off because they said this year is like fucking their. Black Mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. No, I think that shit is definitely like technology and ai that shit's scary bro it's real though that's what's, that's what's so scary is like yeah. all these freddy versus jason and shit like that's scary in a way that's like not fucking scary at all because it's all fake but the fucking that fucking westworld and that black mirror shit that's going to happen that's like shit that's possibly gonna happen yeah mm. i agree if we don't steer this thing in the right direction that's <laughs> that's the whole fucking bottom line there so chase lead us on where's your uh 
I think, what are you on, number three? Yeah, so we got Peaky Blinders. Um, let's see. You got like a two and a one. Left. Yeah, I mean, Entourage is number one for sure, like okay. out of the gate. Everybody talks about Entourage. Bro, it's the best TV show ever. Made. All right, we'll jump back to your two before we get to the end. Number two. It has, I'm just thinking of the one that I know I want it to be. Uh, you're going to say Game of Thrones, right? Nope. No? That's my number two. I'm just giving a little sign. Just Ozark. Like, Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, no, that is very fucking Do you good. see the new seasons coming out in Mar- yeah. like March, like mm-hmm. next month? I saw it. Wait, really? Yeah. 27th, I think. Oh, no. I don't know what the exact Number one, is, but Jason Babin. Amazing actor. So good. So I was going to say Arrested Development, too. Like, a sitcom <laughs> is, that show is amazing. I just started watching it. I think it's hilarious. Let's bring up. I, I, Jason Bateman in his own he does everything he's like the next fucking almost in a sense to thank Denzel Washington like he literally does everything so well he's one like of, it's the funny artist to the most dramatic artist to like everything you want him to do he can get into that character that's like my I guess actor to watch yeah for sure he's like a he's a perfect blank, blank Dude, slate he could do anything and you know what I'm gonna throw in Trailer Park Boys into the into the mix. I have not watched that, but I've seen the memes, and I love Bubbles. The only reason <laughs> I say that is because those dudes are acting the entire time, mm-hmm. and I literally thought that's like what you they thought were it was like. a real documentary. I thought those people were actually like that, <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized they're that's an act the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's like funny. they act like that in real life too, which is weird. So they they're acting, but they really are like that. like they got to stay in character to be able to act like that. Um, I mean, that's what I feel like I would be like as an actor, though. Like, I would want to root it in my own personality no matter what character I was in, right? Yeah, I mean... That's the goal. That's how acting comes naturally, I guess. I mean, I don't actually know because, of course, I'm not an actor, but if I went into an idea that I was an actor and I have to portray a different kind of personality, there's number one, no way I could do that. But I don't know how I would picture it going into it. I think I I could really be a good actor. It fucks people up, dude. You know, like... Dude, actors just going fucking crazy for trying to fit into their role. Not only that, I mean, like, you feel like you go into a position like you're auditioning for, and there's, like, a whole group of people doing the same thing you're doing. I think I could beat them. I could be way better than every one of them. Dude, that brings me back to Entourage, (laughs) Johnny Drama. Because that's what that whole, the whole, like, thing of that show is that they're in the entertainment business. Right, right. right. Yeah, it's, like, like loosely based on Mark Wahlberg's, like, come to Hollywood. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I love Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I know he came from literally nothing. I just love cheeseburgers straight up. Wahlburgers. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But this is the thing. Like, there's a new show on Hulu, and I know there's not many people out there that's going to love it like I do, and I think that uh, my love for it exactly can exuberate what I'm talking about. Um, there's a call, or a show called, um, it's like, I don't even know what it's called, but it's, from the same actors that are from One Tree Hill, it has um, Stephen Coletti and what the it has fuck is that James called? Rafferty, and it has I think it's like it's like a weird title, man. It's like a really weird title, and it was really <laughs> nice because like it comes from like a literal base of doing drugs, like you're an actor, and they portray these kind of ideas like, oh, I'm not doing good, but I want to work well to become a better actor. It's I even tweeted about it, man, but. Okay, so what's the end result of it, though? Even though we well, can't no, I'm not going to talk about the end result because I'm not going to spoil. But lead on, and I'll bring up the uh, 
title of that show because I'm telling you, it's really fucking good. Well, while we just wait for the title of the show there, that's fine. I'm just saying, um, was there anything else, Chase, on this episode that you were trying to like bring to light that we didn't touch on? Anything like that? You, I don't want you to have any regrets. You know what I mean? The world could end any day if this is your only Not going to lie, I kind of lost my train of thought there. <laughs> I'm just saying, was there anything that you wanted to wanted to talk about that we haven't touched on? Oh, man. We've had a good conversation, though. Yeah. That's for sure. But anyways. Now Did you think of it? I found it. No, okay. I looked it. I looked it up. and it, it's, it's called Everyone is Doing Great. It's both James Lafferty and Steve McColetti. And those is are it both- brand new? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's within the last year for sure. And those are both actors from Wondery Hill, which is in my top five. I, you know, you heard, listen to the first episode. Like, that's my, like, number one, I think. If you mm. think back, I think it was my yeah, number one. Yeah, it was your show. number one because I was shocked. And uh, these guys, like, they literally, the whole show is based on them being actors that can't get a job. And they do drugs, they do all these kind of crazy things. And they're just trying to, they're like literally losing their wives. They're losing. All these kinds of things because they're actors and they're into drugs and all these kind of things. But that show is really, really good. So if you have Hulu, literally watch it. It's yeah. it's it's. Really I mean, I'm good. running. I'm just always running out of shows to watch. I feel like I spend mm-hmm. more time looking for a show to watch now than I do actually watching how, a show I like. How have you felt like when you get to like number one? You get into a show, you watch it all the way to the end. It's like like something you're dedicated to. So you're going through it, and then once the end comes and that season ends, or that last kind of ending, I guess, it literally feels like how they portray it as a black hole. Like, it's like, well, shit, now I have no fucking TV show to watch. That's why I've watched like Entourage like eight times over. <laughs> oh, episode ends? Back to Yeah, I have one. the full disc set. It's like, yeah, I can literally watch it over and over and over. That's the thing, man. I get to the end of a season, like, that's kind of how it was for me with The Office. Every single time that I ended that season, or that show, it was always, like, a black hole. Like, I had no show to watch. So you got you got those shows like that where you're so invested in, like, it's intense show that you, like, can't restart and just, like, watch for fun, mm-hmm. like Westworld or Game of Thrones or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the TV shows where it's, like, Entourage or The Office where you can just throw on any episode you want. Right, and it doesn't just really watch it, and it's hilarious, and you don't really have to like have the previous episode to make sense of it. Right. I gotta get into Westworld. Have you watched? You, you yeah, talked about it. I, yeah, love I gotta Westworld. get into that's that. something like you gotta seriously focus if you're watching. It's that. really, yeah. really, really good though, dude. So fucking good. It's yeah. intricate for sure. I mean, if you're saying you really gotta watch it, it's like, like I would be focusing on watching it, and I still would be like, it's okay, just because you have to remember something. who's actually a human and who's not. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on. It's because yeah. they're indistinguishable, which I already believe is real right now. If I just saw a video earlier, I think I tagged you in it, and I said if they can do this and show it us, show it to us on Instagram, then what do you think they can really do that we can't see? That's the thing. Well, there was that w- there was that Joe Rogan podcast. That dude, I just saw like a TikTok of it today, I think, and like this guy was like saying he was like half robot or something like that, and like. I don't. I didn't watch the full episode, but who was the guest on that Joe Rogan? I don't even know, but I, I saw it and it, this guy was like, "Yeah, I, I need to check into it too." I saw that and I was like, <laughs> "What the hell is going on here?" I don't know much about that, but Kev, you just sent me a video on Instagram talking about you know these. That's what I was robots. talking about. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you have any kind of explanation on that? Like, 
No, it was just, it was like a science fair, basically. It was like a convention for people who work on animatronics and stuff. It was realistic. It was super, like that's a, what I mean. AI robot. It was super realistic, but it was still, you could tell that it wasn't real. But of my course. point is, if they're having conventions and that's the the technology that's available to the common consumer, then what the fuck do you think is going on in these laboratories that can be funded by Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or things like yeah, that? Yeah, that I, I'm just saying these these researchers who don't have to publicize their findings, and they probably don't, because why would they if they were onto something insane that would just do them a disservice to just go ahead and tell everybody that they've been able to make a robot that looks just like a human? Mm-hmm. Well, kind of on that subject, how about the um, CIA just like declassifying all their uh, oh, UFO NASA stuff and shit? Yeah. I mean, like, and everybody's just like, okay, now. it doesn't doesn't really matter. Like, well, everybody's just like, okay, it's it's because it's because of the way it was declassified and the way the headlines were structured as not we. It, it was the headlines weren't put out in a way that there's been definitive proof that there's aliens out in out there somewhere. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. So, and Elon Musk still says that if there is life out there. They have not revealed themselves to him yet that he has to nothing him. that he yeah. can't explain away. I mean, I feel like they're definitely going to talk to Elon Musk if if they come down. Well, and that's he's just saying that anything that anybody else has said is a is proof that there are there is life somewhere else. He can find a more reasonable explanation for that thing. I mean, you simply look at SpaceX, man. I feel like he has that kind of market to do so. So without question, I'm going to trust Elon. Like I'm at his back, like, hey, yeah, I you don't figure know, it out. I, I don't know be right why, but you. I do believe him. If it starts to seem like he's a false prophet or some Bible shit's coming where he's like Satan and it's too good to be true or something, they always do say that the, that the devil will be extremely manipulative and will trick you. <laughs> it's and like it, it seems like he's too good to be true. Everybody well, says that. Not yet. Everybody we'll does. We'll see. We'll see how yeah, I, I mean, goes. I could see why so many people say that he might be too good to be true, but we can also look at his worth of $4 billion and be like, okay, sick. We that's, want to kind of profit That's on what I'm talking about. He's an amazing tempting. fucking person, that's for sure. It, yeah. I bet it wasn't easy for Satan to talk even to you taking a bite of that apple, but he got her to do it. Mm. So one thing I did want to ask you guys, like, what, what's your goal with this podcast? Like, where are we taking this to? I don't For think, me, number one, I don't think we've ever had a guest ask us questions. So that's really <laughs> it's sick. Fine. I like that. It's really sick. I love that, Chase. Go ahead. I Ken. would say that the goal for me is to have, I just want to have this, like, you know, like a build it and they will come scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to have some stuff out there. This is what we do. I think this is interesting what we're doing. Um, and if anybody else thinks it's interesting, then it's there for them. You know what I mean? If I don't do it, then it's not there for anybody who might think it's interesting, too. I really respect you guys for doing this, honestly. I When I saw your post about it and everything, I was like, this is cool as hell. Yeah, I'm glad someone finally put their mind to it and put it together. It was super duper. Like, I don't know. I don't want to, like downplay like the work that we put into it but it was like off it was all off of just like drunken it was a whim we were yeah, yeah but kind of on the like how we called it a with johnny kept and it's like yeah because we, we probably little, needed AA instead the of the little this. <laughs> well dude the, the thing is like so many people think about doing this and like it's a really cool thing it's especially just an like idea especially oh, for us like you know and having your friends come in and like mm-hmm. tell the stories and get you know the perspective of where people are at because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the time, I mean, 
people come on here like me that, you know, we don't hang out every day or things like that. So it gets a little bit of different, you know, perspective out there. For and sure. That's what it's a little, for. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, get a little piece of everybody's mind. And that's really what cool. I mean. I was kind of like generic when I said like my answer for our goal, but it is, it's that to, to just, you know, have anybody on that wants to talk about anything and right. just different perspectives and just having a couple drinks and talking about what's going on in the I mean, world. It, and that's kind of the thing too. I mean, when, Kevin and I started this too. We might have had different kind of contrasting ideas, but for me, it was always, I didn't necessarily have a goal with it. You know, I didn't have these kind of aspirations for, you know, some sort of wealth or building it more to, of a hobby. Yeah. It, 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 to me, it was, we might be 65 in the next, what it seems like a year because right. time flies so fast. I can listen back to this. I could something see to look back on we and remember. For sure, dude. That's it we will be amazing awesome to have this. Like yeah. That was going to be so fucking cool. That was yeah. the biggest thing for me. It's like always just it's, it's an a time idea to look back. We I think live- about that too. Like when I'm like, if this happens, like when I have a family and kids and all that shit, like it's I, like do fun. they just come back and like look at all my tweets and shit? Like no, and it's, it doesn't matter <laughs> it is, because though. we're changing because our parents were offended by much less than what we're offended by. There's gonna be far more things that Lincoln does that I won't freak out about that my mom would have freaked out about and that's the way it's been trending but the whole invention of the internet and smartphones and everything that we're living through has sped that like separation for like we are totally desensitized to crazy shit like that's just how that's how we live like our generation takes a lot to shock us and a lot for us to be like oh my god like kobe bryant has to die in a tragic helicopter accident to really like (laughs) Make us while it hits some strings, yeah, yeah. Really, like yeah. that's the, that's what it takes nowadays to like really bring us to like a standstill, shit like that. So I don't I don't even know where I'm like headed with this, but this 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 whole podcast, the internet, where like it's a pine, it's like exciting. You know what I mean? That's the whole thing. We before you know twenty years ago, if you thought you wanted to do something like this, that's all it could ever be. It was a thought. It was a cool idea, but how who the, the fuck, fuck was am, ever going to hear about it? Nobody. <laughs> Not, well, it doesn't even matter about who's going to hear about it. How are you going to do it? How yeah. are, 20 years right. ago, how are you going to do this? How, what platform are you going to release it on? What is this? Are you on radio? Like, what do you mean? So that's what I'm saying. Now we live in a time where you don't just have to think about it. You can fucking get on your smartphone and go on Amazon or any store and you can act, you can do, and you can create things that didn't exist yesterday and that's what it's all about. It's fucking creating something brand new every single day. That's I think what my a big thing is. for us too is like, you know, we're a small town. I graduate right. Well, our graduate graduating class was like somewhere in the sixties, man. Like yeah, we had like literally sixty seven was ours. nobody in our graduating class. And I feel like these kind of things are born out of these small little towns, you know. And, and Kevin and I both, you know, I, I I believe we already talked about this, but you know, we came up with this idea from a fire we had like five years ago because we sit there and we just talk for hours and we're like hey we'll put this together we'll have a podcast and then it finally came through you know fruition and it's kind of how we came here and you know i think those kind of ideas branch off to become something kind of nice just of the stories we've had as a small town well that and i think like we're finally in a place in our lives where like we feel like we have enough to say mm-hmm. for people to listen Mm-hmm. You know, if I tried to do this in high school, it'd probably be boring yeah. as hell. Like, you don't have a grip on life right. to really have something to say. I feel like we've formed opinions. We know what's going on and we can talk about it right. and express right. our feelings. And it, it's definitely, that's what I was going to say too. Like being from a small town and 
you know, the perspective of everybody on this new London and everything to hear what's going on and like how, how our perspective is and what we got going on. Like that's probably cool to other people too. And like, even when I was listening to some of your other episodes, you know, just sitting there and listening to some of my friends and like hearing your guys' conversations about stuff that you've done with your friends. Like that's cool. It's just like very interesting to me. It was it was actually really tough for us to get our first episode out, man. Like, cause we we, we had no idea. What we Dude, were I was very impressed. Like, I listened to that and I was like, "This is some legitimate. This is a legitimate episode right here." Thank you, cause like, swear to God, like how John <laughs> talked about, we like didn't know what we were doing. Like, we literally yeah. just dived it. Like, we literally just dove in. We're like, "Hey, we'll just kind of figure it out." We That's what makes and- me wonder. There's two possibilities here. One possibility being that any single person listening to this right now could do exactly what John and I did and order the equipment and put out a podcast that um, works and sounds good and has the reaction that Chase just said he has, that anybody could do it, which I would love to think is true. But then the alternative is even more appealing to me, and that's that, you know, I'm just that fucking good that John can order this shit. You are, man. I can put it together, and we make it work, and... It, it turns out sounding wonderful, and it it does sound good. I I listen to a lot of podcasts from even people who are a lot more popular than right. what we are, and it doesn't even sound as good as what our, I'll listen to it. Like I'll switch from track to track, and ours ours sounds better. Yeah, you guys got the gig going on, and it can only go better from here too. That's what no, and that's the other thing too is I just still don't know a damn thing about anything. So I right. I'm experimenting every week. I'm doing different stuff. So yeah, and you get more people on here. You get more perspective on different topics. And yeah, I mean most most I did some research. Most most podcasts don't actually like gain traction until around seventy to a hundred episodes. So we're damn. at this is this is number ten, I believe. Really? Yep. So nice. this is the 10-week anniversary of this podcast. It's actually pretty cool. Fantastic. I don't think it's an exact 10 weeks because we took like a, we started the week before Thanksgiving and then we took a week break. So gotcha. it's actually the 11th week since we started. So I know you guys had Caleb on here and who else Yeah, you guys Caleb have? and Garrett was that episode. We've had Mike and Candy. Um, we've had my fiance, Chelsea. We've had David Parsons. We've had Todd. Nice. We've had my good friend, Bryce Wood. Even earlier, I wanted to bring that point up too because i don't know you graduated in 14 right yeah caleb was 16 no he's in my grade no he said he was he graduated 16 he was in your grade dude caleb thinks he graduated in 2016 yeah he literally said that caleb logan yeah he graduated in 14 100 percent. i'm gonna kill him that's really crazy <laughs> he said it on no the podcast what's happening he here. said I mean, it like I guess, you know, years can just kind of fly by, you know sure. what I mean? Like, he, he wasn't going to college and everything. He was working. He's like, so, no, I couldn't have graduated please, that long ago. Right. I, don't, I don't know if you were there, but can you explain that whole... I don't know if you were there, of course, but can you explain the whole video that we posted on our website where him and Logan Stump had this little wrestling match, and he suplexed this guy on our stage. I remember that. You were I, there? I wasn't there. I wasn't, like, in the lunchroom, but, I like, that was a big thing. He, it knocked he fucked him out. up, bro. It knocked Caleb yeah, he knocked out. himself out. Yeah. Yeah. How the shit? That's no, ridiculous, no. Man. Dude, so much fucking funny shit went on at our high school, dude. Like, I mean, so much shit that, sh- like, just doesn't happen anywhere else, too. I'm punching Caleb in the chest. He said 2016. I can't believe he said he graduated. When he said that, I swear to God, I was like, that's like four years ago, man. Holy that's hell. hilarious. No, he's wrong. Yeah, 100%, 2014. Yeah. That class had to be sick. 
Oh, we had a good class. Garrett man. was in there too. That's my sister's Somewhere, class. Somewhere, right? Garrett. Garrett oh. was 16. No, he's a year under me. Oh, 15. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's a little pussy bitch. <laughs> he's my neighbor, dude. <laughs> right now? Not now, no. Oh, back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we talked about his house. The halls, yeah. Just yeah. tall as Chase shit. Was a man- Chase's always- was a mansion, except his was actually nice inside. Mm. Jeez, man. I never went in. I, just I mean, that out. had to be the coolest class in the world. Like, do you guys have like, do you guys have that kind of uh, like form that everybody got along? I guess because we had sections to our yeah. No, we were pretty. Uh, everybody was pretty chill, really. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really have a lot of people though. I think like that's <laughs> the difference too, because I mean, nobody in Illinois. We don't have a lot of people. Yeah. But uh, Greg's class, I mean. Clint and Derek and Dom and all these people, they like, there was not somebody in that grade that was like an outcast or whatever it may be. Like, they all just got along and they all partied together. It doesn't matter what your stature was. If there was a party, you were going there. Right. We didn't have that gap. We had different sections. It was and always nobody, just. None, none of the cool kids, the cool quote unquote kids partied at it's all. It's basically divergent factions. Like, you had your own group and that's what it was. But if or you were like, we were just games. lame in high school, though. We just didn't do anything. Oh. Man, I feel bad for you. Yeah, no, we didn't party or nothing like that. Bro. <laughs> it like, was I remember out. I threw a one party and shit popped off and everybody was freaking out. Yeah. I was like, I'm never doing this again. Yeah, it was, that was a bad idea. It was our group, man, in terms of not like throwing parties, but we were the only people that like liked to have fun and drink. And, <laughs> like that for real was it. Nobody yeah. else in our grade did that. I mean, you had to make your own fun here in New London, mm-hmm. dude. Out of alcohol. Just drive around. Just drive around. Just have fun. <laughs> if you're not driving around, Kev, this is a good. This is exactly one of the, what I wanted to bring up to. Um, I think it was you that created the game, and it came to this well, we weird idea. This weird idea of hide and seek, and it was not so much as hide and seek as a person, but we had two people in each car, and you could text each other. Hints of where you might be hiding. Kev came up with this idea of hiding. You had to race car. back to the house once they found you. That's it, so fire. I think it was you that came up with that I idea, think, right? I think me and Jacob thought of it. Dude, it was perfect. That it, like I swear to God could be a literal app today. I know people don't want to waste gas, whatever, but it's I dangerous sw- too because it, you have to race back to the like the home base. And also, more than likely, you're probably drinking doing it. So, <laughs> but. Here in oh, here in New London, Chase, this is what Kevin and Jacob came up with. This some sort of hide and seek game where you can count this kind of uh, time down to where you can go hide, and then you text the other opponents, I guess, who is seeking you, um, what side of the tracks you were on. So you could say McDonald's side, or you could say you know BP side. Dude, you know that's the I mean? thing about New London. Like we know every fucking street. We've done so many different hiding spots. The reservoir, the park, like not in the typical locations, yeah. like back in the woods trying to like in hide your car. And we used to just race too. If we were like taking two cars to like go to the movies or something, we would go on ridiculous speeds. And, yeah, like, just see how quick cars. you get to Norwalk. <laughs> we had a very classic group for us. Like we made a decent amount of things, very unique things. And I feel like that's one of our biggest ones. We're creative. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, I wasn't very good friends with you guys in high school at all. But well, because you weren't in high school until we graduated. Yeah, right. But I mean, I've always felt like we've all had similar mindsets mm-hmm. and just always got along because of that. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, it, it's always cool to come back and talk to you guys and catch up. And I mean, Chase, we can go back just to the party where, again, we talked about today, Noah getting arrested. Right. I and mean, that's crazy. Just w- random ass memories like that, <laughs> dude. So funny. That's one of the biggest things, too, because that was the time where I was talking to McKenna, right? Right, right. Yeah. Me and McKenna were very, very close. That's Chase's cousin, of course. Um, and Kev, I don't know if you were there, actually. You know, Noah was arrested that night. I don't think you were there. I don't it was the same that's fucked up. Well, I'm guessing no. <laughs> I wasn't there, but why was Noah the one that got arrested? Uh, well, he proclaimed himself as the owner of the house, so they just wanted to take him in for questioning. Did but he get handcuffed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was, it yeah. was like the biggest... Do you think if uh, I would have proclaimed myself as the owner of the house, yeah, they would have handcuffed me? Because what they were looking for was the idea of a underage grown drinking. adult and then underage drinking. Mm-hmm. Yes. But they couldn't prove it. But either way... um. That was kind of a big thing, man. Yeah. Where did we I we left that party? Who Noah's house was a oh, lot yeah, of fun we back dipped. then. Who's whose house did we go to? Because it was a part of your family. I don't know if your aunt, uncle My dad's, my dad's place. Yeah. That was your dad's place? Yeah. Yeah. Holy hell. I felt like out of place for a second when I was in there too. I mean there's <laughs> like, there was a lot of shit going on that night. It was a random that was a weird time. Were you drinking that night? A hundred percent. How old were you? You had to be. I was like eighteen, bro. Oh, okay, eighteen. That's fine. You, I was thinking you were underage. For nineteen, sure. maybe. He yeah. was underage. I was underage. Well, for sure. underage in terms of being an adult. <laughs> like he still was underage, dude. <laughs> Just because he was an adult, don't mean he could. <laughs> yeah, I, dude. That that was another weird thing about going abroad was, like, you could drink at eighteen. Oh, easy. Yeah. what's the drinking age over there? Seriously, eighteen, and like everybody drinks at fifteen in all of Europe, or no? Yeah, like they, sure. like the drinking age is three years younger, so the years that they start actually drinking is three years younger. Yeah, so too. they like everybody just starts drinking wine at dinner at fifteen, ten. Mm-hmm. Oh, Damn, I know that for I, sure. I knew ten year olds getting twisted for out there. sure, dude. I knew wine for sure, but I didn't know. But that's like, the thing; they're not getting twisted off it because they're starting to drink when they're fucking. They get a, like they 12. have like a they have like a tolerance by the time they're older. They have, right. like, they can actually drink like me. Yeah, they don't go to a fucking frat party when they're eighteen and no. Blackout and natty. So, from your abroad studies in terms of Italy, um, what was like the like when you go to Italy? What's the main drink that they're drinking? What are they talking about? What's like the typical thing? So they're really big in Italy on their spritz, is what they call it. It's like their spritz. I would think is like a wine and like spritzer, like so. It's like it's like a it's a pre dinner drink. It's like a bitter kind of tastes like vodka almost. It's Aperol spritz is what it's, it's basically like a thing. flavorless, I was uh, flavorless white claw. It's terrible, but they drink it like that's their pre-dinner, pre-game kind of drink. Well, I, I almost kind adapt. of, I I almost adapt. kind of picture like a prosecco almost. It, yeah, like, it's it a sparkling is, wine, kinda, but yeah, it's, it's alcohol. Very, it's like, and, yeah, it's like like you said, it's like a terrible seltzer. Mm-hmm. I would seltzer. adapt. I would but just it, drink it. Every, I would ask for two say, of those before my meal. Sorry to say, I actually love prosecco. I'm just. Can compare it no, to that. it's it's not like that though. <laughs> it's it's just like it's good, but it's only good in like certain scenarios. Mm-hmm. Australia, they're Fosters. <laughs> no, I know, no. I know. Yeah, I never one time us Americans, I saw... most us Americans, we always know it's like the first thing you think of in terms of beer with Australia is Fosters. It's know? not it's not a thing there. Oh, I know. I was like thrown off. So what's the main drink in Australia? What are they drinking? I, I mean, they they do their own beer. They got VB, 
triple X gold. I mean, they're decent beers, but dude, their shit is expensive as fuck over there. Oh, I guarantee it. So 50 bucks for a fucking case of beer. Well, number one, you're transitioning to Euro, correct? That's no, in Australia, it's dollar, but it's like very similar to our dollar, like the exchange rate. But they make like, dude, I was working at Zara downtown in Sydney. I was making 25 bucks an hour folding clothes. That's sick. $50 an hour on the fucking holidays. Being the Commonwealth of England, I figured they would be on the euro, but I didn't even know that. No, they got their own dollar. That's sick. Yeah. That's sick. They're making bank over there. Holy hell. For sure. You actually literally had a job in Australia? Dude, I randomly applied. really (laughs) beast. Yeah. Like, dude, I went to school from, like, got there in end of July, and I finished my exams in October. And so I was there till January just chilling. So I want to ask, too, because the biggest thing that me and my girlfriend are into right now is watching the show MasterChef. You have traveled. You've gone to Italy and Australia, whatever. You know, like, what's, let's go not only the biggest drink, but what was your, like, main meal in Australia? Was it, like, typical going to a burger joint, or is it, like, the same thing here, whatever? Their cuisine is is pretty similar to ours. Um, I know Italy's not. Italy is totally different, but... Mm-hmm. Australia, they, they like the chicken snitties, so it's like our chicken parmesan, pretty mm-hmm. much, but like that's their, like they eat that shit like our That's McDonald's, a good dish. Right? Oh, dude, it's amazing. I fell in love with it. Chicken parmesan. It's just a great meal for any time of the day, dinner, mm-hmm. lunch, whatever. You probably eat it for breakfast. straight out of the fridge. It's so good. Right, dude, just buy them frozen. No, you just thought out, though. Not even that. <laughs> just cold. Hallie actually makes fun of me because she cooks these... Glorious meals, man. In the morning, I don't know what it is because I'm a There's drinker. You know, glorious that. meals are way I, better I, cold. I pull it out of the fridge and I just oh, eat it's it. so good. You do the same thing. I've always done that. Yeah, my man. People always make fun of me, but yeah, cold it foods better. makes us low class. But anyways, Chase, I think yeah. So chicken schnitty, I think, is like their go-to in Australia for sure. Mm-hmm. And then Italy, we used to have this awesome restaurant where we could go every Wednesday, twenty euros unlimited wine and you'd get a Sick. full steak dinner with unlimited appetizers like 20 euros all night so i want to know i mean the steak dinner i'm sure that's absolutely fucking gorgeous easy it, yeah they're florentine steak like it's their staple but i want to know because there's always that idea of of course pizza being italian yeah is it that good like it's, when you're in it's, italy it's, is it give us the idea you can't you can't compare it to anything else is it I mean, they always have that fresh matz that they're putting on. It's like these big blots. It's like almost margarita pizza, but it's like the full authentic Italian pizza. So we always we had this place, Gusta Pizza, man. Only place we go to. Like we, it's yeah, the it's just, they don't even speak English. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like you. it's in Italy. I wouldn't expect them to. Vaffanculo, man. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing I want to know, really, is because I've never been to Italy. I no, have. I mean it's margarita pizza. Yeah, it's just. Different style. I mean, they have it here. I'm so hungry. It's, it's not. <laughs> is it that? It's margarita pizzas too. It has that thin crust, but it's like kind of gluteny. It's very tough. Like, yeah, it's got the. It's like chewy almost. Yeah, that's what I really wood fire, try. dude. Just it's merely making me extreme. Ninety <laughs> seconds in the oven, baby. <laughs> Damn it, man. What about what about pasta? I mean, is it different or? Because they Pasta's make home- pasta, bro. That's, that's, what, I, sauce. that's what I thought. I swear to God, I thought that. It's like, 
I feel like if you dehydrate something and then you rehydrate it, it's not that going to be that different. You get some, you get some home cooked Italian sauce though. That's a little different. Oh yeah, I mean, not to brag, but I mean, my girlfriend, man, she literally home makes everything. It's not jarred sauce. She roasts peppers and then she emulsion mixers everything. It's like it's amazing. She's so like, trash at cooking. Dude, I don't know how to cook, and I wish so I trash. did. Kev is the cook in this table, for I'm a, sure. I'm okay. I'm not like... You know damn well. Like Gordon Ramsay? No, I'm not like Gordon Ramsay. Kev, <laughs> put yourself against me. It's no, 10 yeah. to 2. I am just... That's why I was just basically just the same way I like got the equipment for the podcast and set it up. I can watch YouTube videos and get something done. Well, dude, that's all it takes, dude. <laughs> it's not too terribly hard, right? It's You guys could cook if you just put your fucking nope. mind to it. I got my grandpa's Hallie cookbooks and me. shit, man. I'm trying to learn the basics. You just watch the YouTube video and do just what they do, dude. It's, you just have to dude, buy the same YouTube stuff. can literally teach you anything. I know. That's today's I could age, change dude. my oil. I could start a <laughs> podcast. I could cook anything. Yeah, any just, upgrades I want to do to my car, I just look it up on re- YouTube. Replace an engine. It's like a, do a whole exact tutorial. You have, you're going to have to buy a lift. You're going to have to buy a lift. Yeah, you have to have yeah, You got friends lift, for but. those things. That's oh. kind of what David and I did for replacing his water pump in his car, man. It was nuts, and I hated it because we changed it in my garage, and it was cold as shit, but we watched the video, we figured it out. It was really nice. I don't know how people actually do that. I mean, that's kind of the life we live. It's all YouTube. It's all figuring it out yourself. And If you can't, you're not going to survive. Yeah, no chance. You better learn. I actually wanted to fucking kill David. Legitimately, because... Jesus Christ, Jesus, <laughs> are you okay? Yeah, I mean... It. <laughs> But you said you said legitimately after you said I, I mean it so seriously because you know fucking, David ends up dead, dude. Refer to this podcast. <laughs> FBI, don't look for me because it's a joke. But no, you know uh, he fucking we got his truck here and everything, and we're watching these videos. We're changing his water pump. We're doing everything we can to make his truck run, and it's brand new for him. Not. You know, of course, anyone else is a used truck, 170,000 miles. <laughs> I can't believe you 170? just... 170? Yeah. You said, said not to anybody else. Like, if anybody it's, else it's had bought that car, it'd be new to them, too, though. Well, it, it's how you view it. But, I know. <laughs> you know, 170,000 miles, Ford Explorer. And, you know, I have a dad or an ex-stepdad that's very good. He's been a mechanic his whole life. I call him and I say, what could possibly be wrong? He says the number one thing that are notorious for is their water pumps. So we try to get this water pump out. And it comes to this point where nowadays in your car, for sure, my car, for sure, I don't know about yours, um, they have electronic fans. I don't have a car. It's not driven by the belt. And I don't know if there's many people here that actually care about cars, but his was belt driven. So it's attached to the water pump. And we came to this point, man, where I had to get these channel locks down there and I'm pulling it really hard while he's holding the actual you know, water pump. And I finally, like, I'm literally as hard as I can pull. Like, literally as hard as I can pull. So not that hard for the record, guys. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> it kidding. was rough, man. And once it actually broke free, my hand broke free. It hit one of the fucking, um, like, belts or whatever. Oh, did you hurt yourself? One of those pulleys. And it, I swear to God, like, for a second, I, like, fucking, like, cradled up. And I, like, ran away. And I, like, got down on my knees. Like, it's bad. I literally thought I broke my hand. I was like, I can't. But you lose your hand that. was gone. I mean, that's what those scars are. Called. Oh wow, wow! Zoom in on. Yeah, the I scars, love that Jamie. shit though. I love Dude, working on it's engines nice. and you know it's cool figuring it out when you can make something go from not running to running. It's a very solidifying feeling. Like, it's gonna it's, piss you off in the process. Oh, hell yeah, that's the whole point about it. Yeah, 
It's so nice. You feel really good when you get it done, though. I mean, it's just all about feeling accomplished, man. Feeling like you did something. For sure. I mean, without question, I don't know about with your car, because they're very intricate and it's all computers, but I don't think I'll ever try to fix something on my Audi. I'll always take it in to be fixed. Like, Yeah, I mean, I, I did a little work to my last one, just like basic shit, just cosmetic, but... What'd you, have, what'd you have before? I was driving a C300. So nice. Just similar to that, Still but ha- with, okay. a, with a four-cylinder, not a V8. We got to get into this conversation because I tweeted at you today about it. Mercedes is very strict with their audio. They Burmeister. Burmeister. And I know that Audi is very strict with theirs. They have two different uh, or audios that they use. They use Bose and they use Bang & Olufsen. So what is? give me an argument for Burmeister. Well, what's the best about it? Highs, lows. It's clean. I've never, I've never heard something just sound crisp like that. I mean, this is how I explain my Bang and Olufsen experience because mine Audi doesn't have Bang and Olufsen. My number, my first one did. I would. That, that was like my number one thing. You have to have the sound system. But the problem is, um, Audi started use, using Bose, and Bose is very good Solid. too. But here's the thing. This is how I put it. And again, I don't want to insult Burmeister. But no, no, I no. Put, I, I'm not taking it to heart. <laughs> I, would put, I would put Bose, Burmeister, Bang & Olufsen. Like, that's kind of like how it is. My first Audi had Bang & Olufsen. It was the best sound system I've ever heard. And I've heard Burmeister. I know Burmeister very well. And number one, they decorate sound systems so beautifully with those That's one thing I like meshes. about it is the, the look of it. It looks great. beautiful. They beat the shit out of Bang & Olufsen with those decoratives, man. Like, that... Like, perfect kind of stainless steel stainless, mesh. Yeah, oh, the, the steel look. It's gorgeous. I mean, man. I think they're very, very similar in quality. Before you leave, I want to hear it. Yeah, no, we, we should take a ride, actually. I want to hear it so bad. Yeah, we'll have to. We are coming up on an hour and a half, so it's probably good that we, we do go and have a ride. Because I don't know how big of a file I can really push it. About an hour <laughs> and a half is as big as I've ever tried. I feel great. Feel well, great yeah. about it. Well, anyways, um, that's a well. One thing, really quick before we go, I just did want to say you asked us what our goal with the podcast is. We said you're going to be the president. What what do you what do you got going on for goals? You got the bends. What do you what, do, yeah, what are man. your goals going um, forward? I mean, I'm just going to keep on chugging. You know, I, mean, I, Chase, I don't you know, know. You're going to have a very successful life. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I mean, that's the goal for sure. I, you know, like I said, I mean, I'm, I live my life where. I don't stress about the stuff that I can't control, but that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that I'm not just going about life, just living it, right. not doing shit. You know what I mean? So you sell mortgages, right? Yeah, a mortgage broker. So what, like when I'm so ready to buy for, a house, I should hit you up. Yes, hundred percent. So, so I work for a direct lender. So I'm I'm the loan officer. We're the bank. It's like super simple and easy. Yeah, but I, I, know I, I, just, I just have to have the credit score to clear so wait, the thing. So wait, do you right? report to the underwriter? So you like bring like, oh, this person wants to sign a mortgage with us, and then you say... Yeah, I do the whole okay? thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So well, like, we'll definitely talk about that after this show. Here. Yeah, dude, for sure. I mean, it right now is a crazy time. I got, in, I got in at a really good time in the industry where 2018 was like arguably terrible year for mortgages. Yeah. And that's when I started, learned... The guidelines, learned how to sell that kind of product. Don't call it a name. I have to know. Like, this is important to me. 
don't call it a name for your underwriter, but like when it comes to somebody signing a mortgage with you, do you actually like you go and talk to the underwriter or do you just send it in like an email? No, I mean, I just put all the, the file together. They just look at the file. Okay. So it's all the documentation. So there's not like an office you go to with the underwriter and say, I hey, could if I wanted to. Is your guys' underwriter a nice guy? Well, we or have a, a team. Yeah. So our branch, we're the corporate branch. We have a team of underwriters, team of processors. So like we're we got we got shit going on better than most people. I know cross country very well, of course, because they yeah. Sign and, um, so basically, shout out Sharon Rawls because she was my uh, cross country mortgage representative. She's very good. Very good, deal, good, man. Good deal. Yeah, I got lucky with that, but um, I mean, it's something that you got to know what you're doing mm-hmm. on my end to make it easy for you, to make it easy for me. So that's pretty much what I try to do is just get everything right first. And, if you do that, just I normally don't even have to deal with the underwriter. They just say, okay, you're good. Yeah. Man, it's good for me, too, because, you know, as I told you before, you know, 1099 is really tough when you're trying to buy a house. And well, the I, thing is, dude, you got to know the loan officer that you work. It doesn't matter about the company. Yeah. Your loan officer, if you don't know what he's doing. Well, I mean, cross-country made it easy for me compared right, exactly. to banks. <laughs> but, I mean, you talk to someone, a loan officer at cross-country that doesn't know what they're doing. Oh, sure. You're going to have a terrible time. Yeah. You know, you talk to me, I know what I'm doing. I'll get you, get you through. Go see so Chase. Goals, talk slut. goals for the future is just the sky's the limit, really, then. Yeah, pretty much, dude. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do next year. Right. No idea. The, the years are unfolding crazily, so we never know what could happen. But anyway, thank you so much for being on, Chase. This was a really fun episode. Thank dude, you I mean, guys. I appreciate it. Was it was really easy. We yeah. didn't stop once. It's beautiful, man. Yeah, wonderful. That's, that's good it's for us. But hey, it, bro. Chase, the biggest thing is... Our guest, where can they find you? That's the biggest thing for us. Look me up online, dude. Chase Rankin. Just type it in Google. <laughs> just how it sounds. Chase Rankin, Cross Country Mortgage. Look at my reviews. John, when can, they, when can they tune into this? Every single Saturday at noon. Get on here at noon. Look on Apple Podcasts. Look on Spotify Podcasts. You'll find us at AA with John and Kev. Tune that's, in. That's tune the best in. time.